0: Chapter One of the Rover Boys in Camp by Arthur Winfield. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Matt Perrard. Chapter One The Rover Boys at Home. All out for Oak Run shouted the brakeman of the train as he thrust his head in through the doorway of the car step lively please hurrah for, for home shouted a curly-headed youth of sixteen as he caught up a small dress suitcase come on sam i'm coming answered a boy a year younger where is dick here i am replied dick rover the big brother of the others just been in the baggage car making sure the trucks would be put off he added say but this looks natural doesn't it after traveling thousands of miles across the pacific and across the continent from san francisco put in sam rover do you know i feel as if i'd been away for an age it's what we've gone through with that makes you feel that way sam came from tom rover just think of being cast away on a lonely island like robinson crusoe why half the folks won't believe our story when they hear it they'll have to believe it sam hopped down to the depot platform followed by the others one of the folks got that telegram I forwarded from Buffalo. They must have, for there is Jack with the big carriage, said Tom, and walked over to the turnout he mentioned. Hello, Jack, he called out. How is everybody? Master Tom, ejaculated Jack Ness, the rover's hired man. Back at last, are you? And safe and sound? Sound as a dollar, Jack. How are the folks? Your father's putty well, and so is your Uncle Randolph your aunt martha got so excited a thinkin you was comin home she got a headache dear aunt martha murmured tom i'll soon cure her of that he turned to his brothers what shall we do about the trunks we can't take em in the carriage Allie is comin for them boxes said the hired man there's his wagon now a box wagon came dashing up to the depot platform with a tall good-looking colored man on the seat the eyes of the colored man lit up with pleasure when he caught sight of the boys well 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 he ejaculated leaping down and rushing forward here y'all are at last bless you I's been dat worried about y'all i couldn't most sleep for three nights and just to think y'all was cast away on an island in de middle of dat pacific ocean it's a wonder dem cannibals didn't eat y'all up thanks but we didn't meet any cannon-balls aleck i am thankful to say replied dick rover our greatest trouble was with some mutineers who got drunk and wanted to run things to suit themselves they might have got the best of us but a warship visited the island just in the nick of time and rescued us so i hid out of dat letter what yo writ yo father and to tink dat mis Dora stanhope and de laney gals was wrecked wid yo it's wonderful it certainly was strange aleck but come i am anxious to get home here are the trunk checks and dick passed the brasses over in a moment more the three boys had entered the carriage along with jack ness tom insisted on driving and away they went at a spanking gait over swift river through the little village of dexter's corners and then out on the road that led to valley brook farm as my old readers know the rover boys were three in number as already introduced they were the sons of anderson rover a well-to-do gentleman who was now living in retirement at valley brook in company with his brother randolph and the latter's wife martha while anderson rover had been on a hunt for gold in the heart of africa the three boys had been sent by their uncle randolph to a military academy known as putnam hall here they made many friends and also a few enemies the worst of the latter being dan baxter a bully who wanted his way in everything baxter was the offspring of a family of low reputation and his father arnold baxter was now in prison for various misdeeds the first term at school had been followed by an exciting chase on the ocean after which the boys had gone with their uncle to the jungles of africa in a search after anderson rover after the parent was found it was learned that arnold baxter was trying to swindle the rovers out of a valuable gold mine in the far west but this plot after some exciting adventures was nipped in the bud the trip west had tired the boys and they hailed an outing on the great lakes with delight during this outing they learned something about a treasure located in the heart of the adirondack mountains and the next winter visited the locality and unearthed a box containing gold silver and precious stones worth several thousands of dollars during this treasure hunt dan baxter did his best to bring the rover boys to grief but without success after the winter in the adirondacks the boys had expected to return at once to putnam hall to continue their studies but three pupils were taken down with scarlet fever and the academy was promptly closed by the master captain victor putnam that gives us another holiday tom had said let us put in the time by traveling and later on it was decided that the boys should visit california for their health this they did and in the seventh volume of this series entitled the rover boys on land and sea i related the particulars of how they were carried off to sea during a violent storm in company with three of their old-time girlfriends dora stanhope and her cousins nellie and grace laney it may be mentioned here that dick thought Dora stanhope the sweetest girl in the world and tom and sam were equally smitten with nellie and grace laney being cast away in the pacific was productive of additional adventures and surprises on a ship that picked the girls and boys up they fell in again with dan baxter and he did all in his power to make trouble for them when all were cast away on a deserted island dan baxter joined some mutineers among the sailors and there was a fight which threatened to end seriously for our friends but as luck would have it a united states warship hove into sight and from that moment the boys and girls and the friends who had stuck to them through thick and thin were safe before the warship left the island a search was made for dan baxter and for those who had mutinied with him but the bully and his evil-minded followers kept out of sight and so they were left behind to shift for themselves do you think that we will ever see dan baxter again sam had questioned i hardly think so had been dick's reply but in this surmise the elder rover boy was mistaken as later events will prove the journey across the pacific to san francisco was accomplished without incident as soon as the golden gate was reached the boys and also the girls sent telegrams to their folks telling them that all was well mrs stanhope was staying at santa barbara for her health all of the girls had been stopping with her and now it was decided that dora nelly and grace should go to her again it's too bad we must part dick had said as he squeezed dora's hand but you're coming east soon aren't you in a month or two yes and what will you do Go back to Putnam Hall, most likely, if the Scarlet Fever Scare is over. Then we'll be likely to see you again before long. And Dora smiled, her pleasure. It will be like old times to get back to the hall again, Sam had put in. But first I want to go home and see the folks. Right you are, had come from Tom. I reckon they are dead anxious to see us, too. And so they had parted with tight hand squeezing and bright smiles that meant a good deal one train had taken the girls southward to santa barbara and another had taken the boys eastward to denver and to chicago at the latter city the lads had made a quick change and twenty-six hours later found them at oak run and in the carriage for the farm end of chapter one